On today's episode, we are going to take a look at NVIDIA. They just reported earnings, so let's get started. So the first thing we're going to take a look at is this company's stock price performance. So for the day, this company actually dropped about 2%. And after reporting earnings today, this company is down another 1% and is currently sitting at $347. This is pretty high compared to where this company was at just a few weeks ago. And just in the past six months, this company has gained a lot of traction in the stock price. And one of the main things we're going to see is NVIDIA has taken advantage of the whole COVID-19. And what I mean advantage is the, the company and its business is able to grow right now as more people are working from home as they're trying to increase the the amount of data centers and just the overall the way the market is moving right now is in a great place for nvidia to grab more market share and to be able to collect more revenue and investors see that and that is one of the driving that's one of the driving forces that's driving this company's stock price up Let's compare it to February 20th, which is when the comp- when pretty much the whole market in the United States started to tank. And this company is up only 13% from there. I'm saying only 13% because there's other companies that we have seen that are a lot higher compared to where they were in February 20th. So 13% is a big amount, but still it's nothing like we have seen, especially in those like clouding, com- clouding softwares where some of them have gone up even 40, 50%. If you picked up at the bottom, this company was really cheap and I wish I would have picked up more shares, but compared to the bottom, this company is up over 80%. So congratulations to any investor that picked up during that price. And before we go any further, guys, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up and hit the bell. It helps the channel out so much and I truly appreciate it. And let me know in the comments, guys, are you guys bullish on NVIDIA or are you guys bearish on NVIDIA or you guys really don't care? Finally, guys, I do have my Discord group and my Twitter on the comments below. So on the description below. So feel free to follow me there. I am very active in both those platforms. And if you guys have any questions, feel free to ask me there. Same if you're listening to my podcast, you can find it on the description. All right. So next, let's take a look at this company's earnings results. So for quarter one, non-gap earnings per share were $1.87, which actually beat by 12 cents. Gap earnings per share were $1.47, which beat by 10 cents. Revenue for this quarter was $3.08 billion, which is up 38% compared to the same time last year. And that's some heavy double-digit growth. And later on through this episode, we're going to see where that growth is coming from. And this revenue beat expectations by $80 million. So we can see this company did provide great earnings results. I guess investors were expecting a lot more. And that's why we see the stock price drop a little. Next, let's take a quick look at the highlights for this company. First, like I mentioned, revenue is up 39%. But this revenue comes from different segments that we're going to talk about in a bit. But one of the biggest segments is gaming. Gaming is where they sell their GPUs. And these are, are, are the products, the, the graphics cards that help on high performance gaming in, in esports, in laptops and all those. So gaming is a big portion of this company, especially since of their graphics cards. Gaming is up 27% compared to the same time last year. So that's we see strong growth there. The next is data center. And data center is what I'm truly, truly bullish about this company. And you can see the amount of growth. In the past year, this company's revenue in data center grew 80% and is now the second latest, the second biggest in there, and is catching up to gaming. Data center grabbed $1.15 billion. It's only $200 million behind gaming. And I do expect in the upcoming years, data center will be a leader compared to gaming. 
The next is professional visualization. And, and just to talk a little bit about data centers and data centers, what NVIDIA does is again, they provide the, uh, the graphics processors, the GPUs that help with these data centers. Most of these data center servers need a lot of AI applications or machine learning. And usually GPUs are the ones that take the front of that, of that workload. They do all the mathematics and all the equations. And there, I can go on and on about that, but that is just the quick simplify. The GPU helps is one of the biggest factors for AIs and machine learning. And that's why data centers need them. Next, we have professional visualizations. They also make graphics cards that are meant for for very workload extensive like video editing photo editing and that's where this comes from and that's of 15 percent the other market they are in in the automotive sector and again graphics um some form of gpus for there and like i said artificial intelligence is a big part of the graphics cards they take a huge a huge portion of the workload so for automotive it helps with artificial learning and machine learning of those cars Automotive is only a very small portion of this company's revenue, 155 million, so less than 5%. And this is actually down 7% compared to the same time last year. Next, let's take a look at the margins. Gap gross margins are 65.1%, and that's up 11.5% compared to the same time last year. And non-gap gross margins are 65.8, and that's actually up by similar values. So we see this company's gross margins continue to go up, and that's actually a very good to see especially in the rev in a growth revenue company like this this company also reported a positive cash flow of operations of 909 million dollars and that's actually a pretty impressive number and this is up 26.3 percent compared to the same time last year so now i just want to try take a look at this company's revenue past revenue growth and here i'm on this amazing website lazyfa.com which i use uh, I used uh, a lot when, when determining or valuing a company. So let's take a look at past revenue growth. In 2019, this company's revenue growth was actually a decline of 7%. One of the biggest things is, if you guys don't remember, 2019, um, the year before that was a whole crypto boom where everybody was buying graphics cards to create their, their mining, their mining farms for Bitcoins and all these other um, cryptocurrencies. So in 2018, this company's revenue grew a lot. In 2019, that slowdown happened and just the overall market was saturated with graphics cards that not many people were buying, were buying new ones. They were just picking off the ones that people were selling. So that's why they, we see a revenue growth. But in 2018, revenue grew 20% compared to 2017. In 2017, revenue grew about 40% compared to 2016. In 2016, this company's revenue grew 37.92 compared to 2015. In 2015, it saw 7% to 14. So in the past years, on average, this company is returning at least a double-digit revenue growth. And we saw in quarter one, a huge portion of quarter one was up, what did we say, revenue was up 38.7%. So this is definitely a growth company. Again, one thing to keep in mind of is last year was much of a slowdown. So obviously the growth compared to last year will, will show a little bit higher results than if there wasn't that crypto and that oversaturation last year, right? Because last year there was a lot lower, reve a lower revenue. So if things picked up a little bit more, it's going to show a higher percentage. But nonetheless, this company's revenue is growing pretty big. 
And as we go a little bit further, guys, one thing I want to mention is this is a semiconductor company and semiconductor companies. I normally like to take a look at revenue growth quarter to quarter or or full year compared to full year. Because if you guys take a look at the revenue and we are going to look at this company, um, semiconductors revenue are usually very cyclical right so there are quarters where their revenue is pretty high and that's usually quarter four especially since this company is very big in gaming right so most people buy gifts like graphics cards during the holiday seasons so quarter four is usually a pretty big time a pretty big quarter so i don't think it's truly fair to compare quarter one which is much of a slowdown in revenue because there are no major holidays compared to quarter four where there are a lot of purchases of graphics cards a lot of purchases uh, of laptop so that's why for me i really like to take a look at year to year opposed to quarter to quarter all right so next i want to take a look at their earnings presentation guys and here i've there's about 50 pages and we're not going to go through all those i've highlighted all the ones that i want to mention and all the ones that i found pretty important to to see First, like I mentioned, I just want to reiterate this because I think this is very important. They saw strong results led by data center and gaming. Gaming saw 39% year to year and data center saw 80% year to year. And that, that data center is one of the greatest things to see just because I am very bullish in the clouding network and the data set and the data sensors and just data servers platform so to see that 80 percent growth i am very happy at the moment i want to say i have like not even a i want to say less than one percent of my portfolio is nvidia so all these videos that i do no matter if i am in the position i pretty much just look at the information and base my videos on that information the other thing they talk about is this new graphics card their a100 it's in full production it is the fastest ramp in history and is contributing a lot to quarter one revenue and this is a 20 times faster than the volta 100 and it's the biggest generational performance leap ever and this unifies training and inference and what this pretty much means is uh, for this is very strong for the artificial multi and machine learning platforms because you need to have some form of gadget like i mentioned these are the driving forces so you need to have something strong and the stronger it is the faster it is to produce that math equations because artificial intelligence and machine learning that's exactly all it is it's some form of math equations so you need some super brain to do it pretty fast and graphics cards are the ones that do it so this enables um faster production and when they're doing it at faster it Obviously, this is something that if you own a data server, if you own a, a cloud server, this is something you want in your in your infrastructure. So this is one of the biggest driving forces of quarter one. The next highlight they talk about is Mellanox. They did acquire a company and this closed on April 27th. And we're going to see a bit about this company, but this company strengthens NVIDIA's data center strategy. And we can see with that 80% year-to-year growth, now adding another company that was strong in that plat in that in that market, we're gonna continue to see that strong growth. Nvidia in this presentation also talks about some of their uh, where they're seeing the most growth, and this is actually pretty good to see because this actually helps, for example, me to understand where I should keep my eyes off, right? Because these are the providers, the ones that that make the items that will help these companies grow so they know where that demand is coming and they're seeing where that growth is seeing they're talking about four platforms they're talking about gaming artificial intelligence ar and vr and self-driving cars 
So if you guys know any any companies in any of these four realms, let me know in the comments because I know that these are the companies. This is the market that's going to continue to grow. And this is actually the market that, that I'm pretty bullish on. Minus the self-driving cars. There's not many companies I know in the self-driving cars. So I don't really follow that segment, but I do follow gaming. I do follow artificial intelligence. I follow the cloudy platform and I follow AR and VR. And it's happy. I'm happy to see this type of, of growth driver in these sectors next i wanted to take a look at their business mix and again this is just a very graphical way to see where this company's revenue is coming from we can see in the physical year of 16 56 of the revenue came from gaming only seven percent came from data center right now four years later this is a big change right now 51 percent of revenue comes from gaming and 27% comes from data center. That was in the previous, in the most recent years. I do believe for this fiscal year of 2021, we are gonna see even a, a less demand in gaming and a, a bigger portion of it in data center. And right, that doesn't mean that gaming is going down. It just means that data center is growing at a faster rate. And here we can, it's a, the perfect example to show where that revenue and where that growth is happening. And to be honest, this is actually making me very bullish in both NVIDIA and AMD. And normally every Friday, I pick one stock that I purchase. And I think this, this, this Friday, I'm actually going to go with two stocks, just the way things are looking. Um, so if you guys can think of those two stocks, let me know in the comments and, and I'll let you guys know if I, if you guys guessed correctly. All right, guys, so now we're in this company's press release. And here we're going to take a look at this company's income statement. We're going to take a look at the balance sheet. I'm not sure if I have anything highlighted on the cash flow, but if we do, it would definitely be in here. So we already took a, lot, uh, a look on this company's um, income statement. We took a look at revenue and gross profit. So right now, I just want to see operating expense normally in operating expense most investors are looking for a decrease in expenses and to me honestly i don't i'm nowhere near regular investors i'm probably the complete opposite i i like to see operating expenses go up especially in companies like this and nvidia is a technology company and the way for them to make sure they are the leaders of their platform of their market they need to continue to invest on engineers they need to continue to work invest in different projects and for that to happen i want to see an increase in research and development at the same time this company is growing in revenue by double digits that i want to make sure this company is definitely making sure they have plenty of sales and again i want to see an increase in sales general and administrative expenses and we do this is compared to same time last year, research and development increased by about 50 million and sales in general increased by about 30 million. So we're seeing that growth there. And to me, it's just telling me NVIDIA is definitely making sure that they are right now, they still believe that they can grow more and more in this market. And that's why they're investing in themselves. And that's why they're investing to make sure they grab even more customers. All right. So next, let's take a look at this company's balance sheet. And if you guys know my channel, this is my favorite, favorite document to take a look at. So this is taking a look at the end of quarter one, which was April 26th of 2020 compared to a quarter ago which ended january 26 of 2020 one thing to note though is remember guys this company acquired a new company's two days after the end of quarter one so one thing i do expect is to see a, a very increase uh, of cash and cash equivalents right now this company probably pulled out some money to grab that new company that it was seven billion dollars in cash but it, it ended up using that money about two days later which was not represented here 
So here, let's take a look at assets. And the first thing I want to take a look at is total current assets. Total current assets last quarter were 13.6 billion, 13.7. This quarter was 19.6. So pretty much roughly an increase of $6 billion. And we see the biggest portion of that total current asset actually comes from cash and cash equivalents. It increased by close to $6 billion. So again, this company um, we're going to see took out a loan and it's probably used that cash to pay off the company. It's going to use that cash to pay to what it used to pay for Mellanox, which was about a $7 billion um, cash deal. Let's continue to look at total current assets. There's nothing else there that really throws me a red flag. The only big change happened there in cash and cash equivalents. Nothing really out there is really telling me to look at it any further. Next, let's take a look at total assets. So total assets last quarter were 17.3 billion. This quarter were 23.2 billion. That's an increase of about $5 billion. A huge portion of that, like we mentioned, um, yeah, did I do right? That, no, that's actually about $6 billion. And that's that increase of cash and cash equivalents that we saw in current assets. Again, there's not major changes anywhere else in total assets. So for me, that mean, when I mean there's no other changes, there's no, there's no red flags coming my way. So I just continue to, to, to look down. Next, let's take a look at this company's liabilities. And this quarter, this company had about nine, $1.9 billion dollars of total current liabilities compared to 1.8 last quarter again that's not a big change so nothing there the only thing that is this pub this company has yet to pay its suppliers and that's okay sometimes they just take their time before before paying their suppliers so normally you see an increase of total current liabilities next let's take a look at total liabilities so this is where the company did see a change total liabilities last quarter were about five billion dollars this quarter, there were about $10 billion, so an increase of about $5 billion. That big change came from long-term debt. So an increase of about $5 billion in long-term debt, and we saw an increase in cash. So what this tells me is this company took out a long-term debt, a loan that it's going to use to pay off that Mellanox. Again, that's not a bad thing. That's not a scary thing, especially because this company is acquiring another company. So let's just take off that let's let's make believe total assets so let's cut off total assets and we're going to take off seven billion dollars out of that total assets because it's going to use that cash but in theory if it's paid that seven billion dollars it's going to come back to this total assets in some form of equipment some form of other assets and some form of goodwill so pretty much next quarter total assets won't change it's just the the way the movement we're no longer going to see 16 billion dollars in cash we'll probably see close to 10 billion dollars in cash so at the moment, this company's total assets and total liabilities are pretty strong in my opinion. And with this company having such a low long-term debt, so right, even after this company pays for that company, this com um, for that new company that it acquired is $7 billion, this company will still have $10 billion in cash and cash equivalents with a long-term debt of $7 billion. So this company can pretty much still pay off its total liabilities and still have a bit of cash left over. And that to me tells me that this company has a very strong balance sheet. If I was to grade this balance sheet, it's obviously not the best I've seen. So it would be somewhere around the B, B minus or B plus. It would definitely be in that B range. All right, guys. So the final thing we're going to take a look at is just my opinion on the stock valuation. This company's stock price has jumped a lot. And normally when I invest in companies, there's a few rules that I follow. First, is this company growing revenue? 
yes this company is growing pretty strong revenue am i bullish on the market i want to say yes i'm bullish on esports i'm bullish on the cloud servers i'm bullish on data centers all markets that nvidia is in and growing pretty good next does this company have a strong balance sheet yes this company definitely has a strong balance sheet when it's able to use all this cash to pretty much pay off all its total liabilities is this company making money yes this company is actually making money it's one of the few company growth companies that we've seen that's actually providing a forward uh, uh is providing positive earnings per share is providing returns to shareholders in forms of dividends and purchase and buyback programs um so this company is actually pretty good for this i honestly would like paying uh, a forward price to sales ratio for 2022 of somewhere below 10. that would be someplace where i would definitely buy this company at unfortunately right now with this current valuation it's sitting at about 13.8 so close to 14 forward price to sales ratio in its on its revenue collected in 16.02 so this is actually putting me in a dilemma right i feel very bullish in nvidia right now i i really like it and like i said right now i only have less than one percent of my portfolio in nvidia so it's not like i if this company continues to go up um it would really be a big changer but I am very bullish on this company and I do think I will increase my position. Again, this is going to be a company that I feel it's, I don't think it's completely overvalued, right? I don't think the stock price is ridiculously high compared to where I would fairly value it, but I don't think this company is definitely not undervalued. Um, it's a little bit higher than fairly valued. So what I'm going to do, and again, these are just my thoughts and it, it's just based on what I saw. This is a company where I would enter a position and enter with a small entry position just to have my skin in the game. And if I do see the stock price go down, this is a company that would definitely hit the radar to increase that position. Um, so yeah, those are my thoughts on Nvidia. Let me know what you guys think. Are you guys bullish, bearish on this company in the long term? Right, I am a long term investor. This is me thinking about five years from now. I don't care how this company reacts in the next week, in the next two weeks, because I'm here for the long term. I'm investing in companies that I am bullish in in both the sector and the company. And Nvidia actually made made that list today. Unfortunately, I was not there. Not there. I did not put the money in here when i saw that big drop so take care guys have a good night see you next time and i hope you guys enjoyed this episode like always guys don't forget to hit that subscribe button don't forget to hit the thumbs up it helps the small channel out so much